Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. Uh, uh, my name is Dan Bones. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 293 albums in his Pike series, and we're listening to him three at a time. This is Getting Head. Uh, Getters, trendsetters, bedwetters of uh, Fred Dursters, <laughs> uh, Bratwursters. This is rockers, hip hoppers, and everybody else around the world. Everybody, everybody, the world. Yeah. Um, this is episode, I think, fifty-seven. Seven of fifty-seven. I thought it was fifty-eight. No, we're on fifty-seven. Pretty sure it's fifty-seven. Pretty sure we're on fifty-eight. Okay. Yeah, last 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 week was fifty seven. All right, episode 50. episode fifty eight of getting head of bucket cast. We have a special guest today. Yes, or Did, regular guest. Up yeah, to you. up to you. You know, you you can determine your own classification, I suppose. Dan Bones is here. Yes. Hello. What's yeah. up? What. Yeah, uh, not much. What What did you do to get here? <laughs> why 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 are you being punished <laughs> by being on our podcast? Tell, is, tell us. Yeah. What um, a great question. I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I just uh, liked a lot, like an inordinate amount of your memes, and we just sort of uh, started true. up an internet friendship that That's way. That's true. Uh, as far and as we I started talking about guitar pedals, and then like yeah, right, next right, thing right. I know, we we got the, I got a Discord, and I'm just like uh, ranting about rap pedals, and you know, it's just a whole whole ass vibe. Yeah, it's a whole ass um, vibe. I'm into it. <laughs> as vibe. So so being... so Dan, um are you a guitarist as well then? Uh yeah, yeah. So I'm primarily a bassist. I'm currently the guitarist in the band that I'm playing in right now, which is uh new and pretty cool. So, you know. Uh yeah, newly a what? guitarist, but I've been playing bass for like 24 years, something like that. Um as one same, does. same. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Good, good, good luck. Good luck. Just, <laughs> you're gonna need it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, tell us tales of teenage bass virginity, Brit. What you got? <laughs> you were there with me. <laughs> I know. I know. You were a teenage guitarist virgin. We were that's different true. sides that's true. of the same shitty coin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The yin and the yang. The, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> just the yang. The Andrew Yang. Yeah, he. I bet he was a teenage bass virgin too. Yes. Well, he seems like he'd play like upright bass in the jazz band. <laughs> oh yeah, like something really dorky. Yeah, he's, like he's, he's not like he didn't choose to play bass because he like liked the Deftones or something. He seems <laughs> like the type he, of person who got a bass and never picked it up once and just told people he was a bassist. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, like, aesthetic yeah. bass. It was like an aesthetic. Probably bass. a nice bass too. I bet his parents all, like got him a Rickenbacker and he just never touched it and oh, was like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, He's like, yeah, this is the same, uh, the same bass that Lemmy uses. Rock on, Andrew Yang. <laughs> Andrew Yang does not know who Lemmy is. But 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 then he, like then he goes like this. Then he's like, oh yeah, yeah rock yeah. on, bro. Rock on. Oh yeah, you. 
<laughs> but do you think he like listens to like Rush? Like what what Rickenbacker oh. music? Do yeah, you think, Rush, yes, maybe Rush. no Rush for Cause, sure. Because Rickenbacker rock is a very specific type of like prog rock. I well, think. I, I feel like prog rock or like dirty rock. Like it's definitely like an like it a, can like be a, like punky. I guess like greasy yeah. LA band rock. No, you it's know? it's the can, theme can, song can to be. Friends. It's it's the. Th- it's the oh, okay. title. It's what is it? Is it just like the intro to the show Friends, where one of them has a Rickenbacker for some reason? What? <laughs> oh I've yeah, never noticed that. It's I the reason. It's it's literally <laughs> yeah. the reason I hated Rickenbackers for all of my teenage years was because of Friends. <laughs> what if we did a cover of the Friends theme song? We all played Rickenbackers. Like, <laughs> I mean, are we all gonna shell out like two grand on a bass that? That I mean, isn't I mean, Rickenbackers feel really nice? Yeah, I really they like look the neck cool. profile. I think you know what? Like a cool look. I passed. I don't. know. Yeah, I passed one up pretty recently, and I still think about it all the time. I was in Toronto, which is actually a phenomenal city for musical instruments. It's like nothing but sick guitar stores, and they all have like really, really, really decent prices on things. And I nice. found. A 1975 black checkerboard binding Rickenbacker, like four thousand three, and it was like two thousand Canadian dollars. And at the time, that's not a bad price. At the time, that was fourteen hundred U.S. dollars, and I was just like, I don't really have that right now. And then as soon as I got back Mm. to the states, I was like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, that's a whole vibe. I, I have yeah, passed up tight. a lot of cool guitars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I've passed up a lot of cool guitars in my time, and I, I, you know, you regret them. Like, what can you do? You know, I mean, you well, do, you but just... also like sometimes I've bought like <laughs> instruments, and I'm like, I didn't, I didn't need like a knife oh face. my god, yes, <laughs> like, like my fa- my favorite recent, like, well, I guess recent, it was like four years ago, but my 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 most recent like impulse guitar purchase was like this. Uh, squire baritone jazz master mm-hmm. which is a cool guitar it's 30 mm-hmm. inch scale yeah tune it to a standard super brutal yeah. uh but it's like i don't need that at all it's just, i just bought it because i thought it was Those cool things you like, but, but at least it provides a new function like mm-hmm. at some point i was oh, just yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. i'm gonna get like a sixth four string fretless bass and there's <laughs> no reason for it like yeah, there's that's all, true that's like, true yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you you love a fretless bass. You do. I do love a fretless bass. Oh man, I, I do have a story. Mm. I got a story from this past week. I got to tell. Okay, um, that's fine. So I came back to work after quite a few days off. Um, mm. I had some like dental stuff go down, so I had to go to the dentist. The whole thing. Uh, I took a few days off of work as a result, and so I was off of work for. This was like right around my weekend time, so I was off of work for like six days straight or something. It was, it was a long time. Um, and then I came back to work and as soon as I came back to work, every single person that I work with, every single one, like every single one made it a point to come up to me and say, Hey, Spencer, have you seen the new guy that looks exactly like you? Yes. <laughs> Doppel Spencer. I love so this. I'm like, uh, no. And then, so like everybody is coming up to me and telling me this, every single person. And it's like a whole thing. It's very exhausting. And I'm like, Oh my God. So then I finally see the dude and like, Okay, I, I do see where they're coming from. Dude does yeah. look a lot like was me. It, did they hire um, <laughs> Langley from the X-Files? <laughs> uh, nice. Um, or no. or uh, Getty Lee. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, uh, 
uh, yes. They, yeah. So the, anyways, that feel uh, from the nineties. So anyways, yes, they hired Getty Lee. Okay. And, uh, <clears throat> good. Good. So I've been. I see this guy around, but here's the thing. You know, he works in like a totally different department than me. Like I realistically probably never interact with him really, unless I make a point to. And mm-hmm. so I've seen him around a couple times, but I've never like had a moment to like talk to him. And it's just weird that everybody keeps telling me this guy looks like me, and I'm sure that everybody's telling that guy that he looks like me. Oh yeah. And it's just this whole thing. You, it's so weird. Do you think if if you two fuck, is that technically masturbation? Kind of? I, I mean, like, I'm gonna say no, but yeah. also, like, I like where your head's at. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, your head could be up inside of him, and that'd be kind of masturbation, right? I think if there's some uncanny the valley. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. unless it's like your yeah. actual clone, it's uncanny valley territory where it's like. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I actually completely agree with you, Dan. I, I do think that it is like an uncanny valley sort of thing because that's been my experience seeing this guy at work. Like mm-hmm. in passing, when I've seen him, I'm like, ah, ah, it just makes me feel weird. And I just like want to run away. Like, I don't know. It's it's terrible. I don't like that this guy looks like me. I, ah. that, that sounds like a crush to me, Spencer. Shut up, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it works. You're going to start like negging him and making fun of him. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. You should smile more, man. Yeah, you should. You should. Jesus. You should try to use like pickup artist shit on yeah. on your, like, your doppelganger. When, like when everybody's wearing masks, it's like, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, bro? Oh, so, I, I can hear it in your voice, man. That you're not seeing it with a with a smile on your face. <laughs> can, I can just tell. See it in your eyes. Um, oh yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah, totally. Uh, so that's that's been my life, just avoiding this guy uh, mm-hmm. at work that looks mm-hmm. like me, and yeah. um, trying to just you know exist. Um, it's been a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Britt, what's been up with you? Um, you drug me out to the fucking Hard Rock Cafe last night. Yeah, yeah, that sucked. <laughs> the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, sucks. the Hard Rock Cafe fucking sucks. Hey, Dan, have you ever been to a Hard Rock Cafe? Oh, God, only when I was like a teenager, and I just did not know any better. You know, it was just like, yeah. oh, this is just a another place that I've never been to before. You know, yeah, it's just totally. a really expensive chain restaurant. Yeah, yes, I, it's incredibly expensive. <laughs> it's incredibly expensive. What, like, what did you wow. get for food? Uh, what? Yeah, like, what we, do you we, we didn't get, get food. food. No, get we, we eventually got Dick's Burgers. Yeah, we, uh-huh. we went and got French fries and burgers. But uh, yeah. uh, we we just went there because I I don't know why Britt said we needed to go there. Yeah, because so we've I, been talking about getting drunk at like this yeah. place called The Rock Pizza. Mm-hmm. But it's the Rock Wood Fired. Yeah, the pizza. Rock Wood Fired Pizza, where every pizza is like. Named after a classic rock song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real dumb. Like it's I, really dumb. I love the idea of it yeah. though. They've got drinks named after like songs and people mm-hmm. and stuff, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's very dumb. But, like the closest ones they have not now near us are like way in the boonie suburbs. The, so where far we don't away. Go. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Let's just go to another shitty place with the word "rock" in it. Yep. Because you know. Rock, right? Like real Andrew Yang, baby. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> Yang. Andrew Yang, rock and roll. That's that's yeah. what we're doing. I still uh, Andrew Yang, sweet poon tang. You know what I'm saying, baby? <laughs> I still Andrew Yang, pooty tang. <laughs> Andrew Wang Tang, sweet poon tang. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking Ted Nugent. Yep. 
Yeah. I, I still yeah. genuinely regret that I never made it to Guy Fieri's spot in Manhattan when I lived in New York and when that was still oh. I, I did. I actually I went yeah. there while I was on vacation. What? Was it, it was fine. Was it like super fine? I don't fine. remember this story. Can I have you... pictures and shit. Wow. I'm wearing like purple pants, I think, or something. Of course you I mean, were in purple this pants. This was like probably seven years ago, something like that. It was a while that ago. Rules. I mean, yeah. the restaurant closed like three or four years mm-hmm. ago, I want to say. Yeah, uh, but it was there for like a decade, from like the mid two thousands to like the mid twenty tens. I had a wow. I had a pretty good yeah. rule of I will not go into Manhattan unless I'm getting paid. So unless I was going to work, I just like Fair. refused to go to Manhattan when I lived there for like twelve years. We're just we're, we're uh, what part of the city were you? I was in I was in Brooklyn. I was like back and forth between okay. that's nice. I like Brooklyn, Bed Stuy, and Greenpoint just for like twelve years. Um, Fair. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was great. But I, I never made it to Guy Fieri's, and now I have regrets. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, he still has a ton of restaurants all over the place. You're not wrong, yeah. I They're mean, just not his Manhattan one. Yeah. All right, the dream um, is still alive then. You know, you know yeah. what we should do, Spencer? We should take a road trip and just go to, like, different celebrities' restaurants. Like, go to the, the LAX has, like... Three brew pubs that are owned by Gene Simmons. <laughs> oh no! And then go to Las Vegas to go to uh, Toby Keith's. I love this bar and grill. I think is the name of the restaurant. Whoa. Uh, okay. Toby Keith's. I love this bar and grill. Damn. Do, so he loves the bar and grill. He's. Why doesn't he marry it? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I think he's already married to something else. I bet, he, I bet he fucks it, the bar and grill, though, on the side. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I bet yeah, that's yeah. a side bitch. Yeah. Side bar, side grill. So, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> that sucks. That does. The joke is stupid. Well, that, that was um, very stupid. All right. Well, let's kick things off, okay? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get into the, the thick of it. Britt, can you hit us with a bucket I fact? I would love to hit you with a bucket fact. Bucket fact. Although Buckethead has toured with many bands before, today we're going to talk about how Buckethead tours his solo music. Okay. So although we've seen many shows where Buckethead is playing guitar or bass to nothing but backing tracks, uh, Buckethead has toured his solo music with a lot of different combinations of mu- uh, musicians. Um, he didn't play solo up until 1996 when he f- formed his first solo band, which was him mm-hmm. on guitar and occasionally bass, uh, Brain, also known as Brian Mantia, on the drums, and then a keyboardist who he really never worked with again uh, after the early ni- or the mid-'90s named uh, Pete Scataro, who wrote the main theme for the TV show The Practice, <laughs> okay, which I couldn't tell you what that is. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know that theme song off the top of my uh, head. But oddly, that's a funny. That's a funny thing to yeah, be connected to. Uh, this. Oddly, it was on a lot of like lists for like the top like fifty or top hundred TV themes ever. And I was like, I don't what? remember the practice as a show or a theme. For yeah, it me at all. either. No, not at all. Right? No um, recollection. So he toured with them for a while, and uh, then in 1998, uh, when he was you know, around um, uh, San Francisco a lot, he formed his second band, which he called uh, Giant Robot 2. This his first band was called the Giant Robot Band. Uh, and he used this band uh, pretty much specifically for touring uh, the album Colma 
1998, and that was comprised of Buckethead only on guitar, not playing bass, uh, a turntablist named DJ Disc, who appeared that's on that, a couple of his bands. rocks. Um, a bassist <laughs> named Louie, who... Just Louie? I could not find any fucking information <laughs> about this guy other than there was a bassist for this entire tour named Louie. Is that like Sting? Maybe, maybe. Maybe he, he wore a... Um, <laughs> Maybe he wore a sweater that reminded people of like King Louis the Fourteenth, and so they called him Louis. Yeah, that like sounds Sting. likely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Maybe. Um, so, uh, with this band, the Giant Robot Two band, Buckethead would play intermittent shows up until two thousand four. Of course, during this time is the time he was in um, Guns and Roses, so he was contractually obligated to play mostly with them. Guns and Roses is a big like you can't do the rock. Fist correctly kind of band. Mm-hmm. They're one of those bands where, yeah. you know, people do the Spider-Man. I call this the Spider-Man. If, if you're listening <laughs> to it, I'm, I'm making like the, the, the horns, but I'm not mm. crossing my two middle, two middle fingers with my thumb. So I'm doing like the Spider-Man. And when people do the Spider-Man, that's how you know that they're, they're lame, right? What? Like, no, that's, that's how you know they're all. Andrew Yang does the Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> so it's Yang, it's like the Yang, sweet Puntang. this, but that. Yeah, uh, like uh, the webs. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. All right, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it. You get it. You're shooting webs, and we all know that shooting webs, right? It's a metaphor for masturbation. Absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah right? I mean, yep. I, I also masturbate like this, although I do use a thumb. So I guess it's more rock on. It's like it's really hard with just the two fingers. <laughs> Imagine you know, good, good grip strength there. It's yeah, yeah. Really difficult. Imagine listening to like Black Label Society and jerking yourself off by doing the the horns, like. Like that, Spencer. Like, we don't. We don't have to imagine on this podcast. <laughs> we can do true. that right now. Well, we can't. We'd get kicked Together off of uh, friends. We would get kicked off um, of, of Twitch anyway. Uh, for so sure. uh, after two thousand four, um, the giant robot two band disbanded. Uh-huh. Um, Buckethead didn't really play any shows until two thousand six, uh, in which he played some one-off shows with uh, Pinchface, uh, former drummer of the Giant Robot Two band. And mm-hmm. um, the Deli Creeps, and also Dan Monty. Daniel Monty. Um, after 2006, we go into what I will call Buckethead's true solo era, where he pretty much only ever played with backing tracks, and the only other times he would have musicians on stage is uh, during like one off things. He would invite weird musicians from cities that he knew to come up on stage with him. I found one where he was playing with like an electronic harp player. I found one where he was okay. playing with a mandolin player. Okay. Uh, like, he, he would just do one-off stuff, but there was no one permanently touring with him for almost eight years, from 2008 to 2016, for the entirety of his 2008 Albino Slug Tour, the 2009 Tour, 2011 Tour, uh, 2011 Look Up the Underground <laughs> Chamber Tour, 2012 Tour, and his 2016 North American Tour. After this... Uh, in 2017, he would form a band that he would call Bucket Brain and Brewer. Uh, Brewer referring to L. Brewer, which is Dan Monty's uh, pseudonym. So uh-huh. it was Brian Mantia on drums, uh, Dan Monty on bass, and Buckethead this on guitar. The, this is the densest bucket fact. I, it's cool. It's cool. There's it's cool. so much information here. I love it. I'm, thank I'm you learning um, so much. So, <laughs> so they all tour together uh, for just pretty much... Uh, 2017, and part of his 2018 North American tour, although most of that he played entirely solo. 
And then his most recent tour, he played occasionally with Dan Monty, usually closing the show with Dan Monty singing. Uh, with, singing? With Buckethead playing guitar, a rendition of Backstreet Boys' I Want It That Way. That sounds awesome. I want to I see that. No, there's several videos online. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, you know, when he starts touring again, who knows if he'll be with anybody. But yeah. it doesn't really matter because as long as Big B's there, that's a concert in itself. I already know I'm not going to like it, but I'm Googling it anyway. I, I want to see that Bastard Boys cover. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's something. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm something. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really something. So before we get into talking about the record, mm-hmm. Dan, can we ask you, yeah. uh, what's your knowledge and exposure to who Buckethead is? Like, what do you, what do you know about All right, him? so I actually have a fun Buckethead story for you. That I was saving. Oh, do tell. Specifically for tonight, uh, when we could do this. Amazing. So, oh wow! Uh, now you, my my interest is peaked. All right. So, uh, 1999. I am 16. Year of the Matrix. I'm 16. Yes. I, I'm like 15 or 16 uh-huh. years old. I'm a sophomore in high school, and uh-huh. I am in Central Massachusetts, and there is a tour or not like a tour. There's like a big festival put on every year called Loco Bazooka. Uh, not Lollapalooza. Uh, it's Loco Bazooka. Bazooka. It's put on by WAAF, which is the radio station out of Boston. It's, it's the, it's, it's this, it's shooting webs radio for sure. Uh, oh yeah. It's a hundred percent shooting web radio. Glass and ropes. Yep, yep, yep. Shooting mm. webs. Fucking. Mm, this is KUM. Yeah. <laughs> K-U-M-M. <laughs> so this is, I mean, this is what I had growing up, you know, but they would do this festival every year. And the year that I went, one of the years that I went, mm. uh, Primus played. So I got hell to yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. a 16 year old basis going to see Primus. Just fucking mm. oh, amazing. You got, you got motherfucking Les Clay pills, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Les Clay pills is fuck. Fuck. Damn. <laughs> Um, yeah, I hate no, that. That's slaps. I hate that that's going to come out of my mouth in my everyday life at some point. Now, now that you, <laughs> oh, 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 like <laughs> we, we we talked about this like six yeah. months ago, and yeah. it comes up like it comes up all the time. Every almost conversation every com- we have, yeah, almost every conversation. I give it, It's an unfortunate it's, reality of. Our I give it less than a full day before I say that in real life and embarrass <laughs> my fuck. All right, so beautiful. So Primus is playing. Uh, I'm fucking uh-huh. stoked. It's great. Um, I couldn't yeah. tell you what they played. I barely remember. But the one thing that I really do remember for the show is at one point, Les Claypool introduces Buckethead and brings him on stage. And it was mm-hmm. Les Claypool. And I, I want to say that his whole thing was he was like, he ain't alive, but he ain't dead. Something, something. Some folks just call him. Some Buckethead. folks call him yep, Buckethead. Yep. That was it. Right, right, right. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Dude comes out on stage. This is the first time I've ever actually heard of Buckethead. I'd never seen him before. So fucking like uh-huh, seeing this uh-huh. dude live blows my mind. And it's yeah. just him. And I want to say it was Brain playing drums in 99. But like my Primus facts was, are like yeah. a little iffy. Um, 100% was Brain playing drums. Cool, cool, cool. Primus yeah. facts. Kim Alexander, I don't think, came back till 2001 or something like that. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, so... I, I hate that. Idea. Rips it solo. <laughs> <laughs> these are th- you're so less clay though. <laughs> these are these are like buried Primus facts that I I should know and don't. Uh, Hell yeah! So Buckethead rips the solo. It's like 
totally wild. Everyone's just like, what the fuck is happening? And then while Brain is still playing drums, puts guitar down and takes out a set of nunchucks. Hell yes. He and does, does uh-huh. a full on like nunchuck routine. And then that's it. Walks off stage and Primus gets back to it. And I was just like, what the fuck did I just watch? That was so sick. And, um, yeah, it was the coolest. <laughs> it was actually like really, really sick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's still videos of that out there, and it, it it's incredible. I mean, it's yeah. it's a great way to just put someone over immediately and just make fans of your music go like, "Who the fuck was that? Yeah. I gotta check that yeah. out." You know? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Anyways, we listened to three Buckethead albums today. Uh, Look at Pike, that, Pike one seventy two, one seventy three, one seventy four. Sorry, was it one seventy one? No, yeah, one seventy two, one seventy three, one seventy four. Yep. It's going to be Crest of the Hill, The Blob, and Last House on Slunk Street, respectively. Respectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pike 172, Crest of the Hill, released on September 19th, 2015, just two days after the previous Pike. Wow. It goes took my homework. Look at that. Two fucking days. Yeah. Wild, man. This was a pretty cool Pike. What, uh, being that this was your very first Pike, we assume. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what, 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 what making big your, assumptions here? What was your first impression? Yeah, so, tell us. Yeah, no, yeah. this is this is my first Pike. Um, honestly, this is the first time that I've really been like, okay, let's let's deep dive Buckethead. How many albums we got? Where are we at? And like, I was uh-huh. terrified to find out how many of these there are. Uh, <laughs> so 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 I am continually terrified because uh-huh. I'm one of the people who updates the the his discography Wikipedia. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. It is it is a truly that is a mind bending nightmare situation to like just wake up one day and realize you have to redo like an hour's worth of math. Yeah, that is just that is just so much unpaid labor on your part. Oh my god! And, it really well, is. I mean, yeah. there's there's one of the big themes of our podcast is unpaid labor from Brit. Uh, it's something that I'm really <laughs> proud of, actually. <laughs> um, but, but realistically, like, what I'm terrified of is that like we're going to be doing this fucking podcast forever. We're never going to get to end this because True. we're going to keep fucking putting yeah. out these goddamn albums. And then, you know, we're going to do it forever. So. Yeah. When I, I say I'm a slave to metal, I mean that pretty literally. Like, yeah. I can see that. I, <laughs> I don't get paid for my labor towards metal. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. This is true. I this don't true. have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got ourselves into this, and now we're like, we're over halfway through mm-hmm. uh, the Pikes now, which is... So, so far. So far. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. Who but knows? now he's releasing one, like, every other week. Yeah. And so... This is true. This is true. Uh, no. That's, I mean, we're we're getting real close to having to do a hundred episodes, and when we started, we only had to do what ninety four. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, but that would be cool if we could make it like a cool one hundred. Yeah, pretty yeah. nice. There is nothing cool about this podcast. <laughs> That's a good. No matter point. how even of a number we can possibly get. There's not going to ever be anything cool about it. Ah, but I mean, episode 69 is coming up, though. That's nice. Which we're doing. Nice. nice. Although now fucking Elon Musk is trying to meme that shit. Uh, No, he gets nothing. I can throw that off of... Hate him. He gets nothing. Anyway. uh, Pike 172, Crest of the Hill. Uh Uh-huh. I thought it was pretty good. 
Yeah. Uh, groovy metal. Yeah. Uh, lots of proggy stuff. Some really interesting riffs. Really, yeah. Honestly, like some actually kind of unique stuff that he. I uh-huh. haven't really heard him do this kind of like crunchy, like crunchy, groovy. Like raw, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's weird. groovy but raw in metal. I don't know. Like he's mm-hmm. doing some different stuff on this than he usually does. And then, um, yeah, the first three tracks are really cool, upbeat, shreddy. And then the last track mm. is just fucking beautiful. Yeah. Really, really nice. I think nice just I solo. I think guitar. this might have been the one that stuck with me the most of the three. Just because mm-hmm. fair, fair. all the guitar synth on it is so sick. Uh it's yeah, just yeah. he's got so many weird effects going on in it, and he like uses mm-hmm. them really well. Cause the, he, does, yeah. he does, he, he does. does, yeah. So so yeah, definitely like he, one of his real strengths is being able to use his whammy pedal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and his uh, Line 6 FM4 in conjunction. And he makes some cool shit with both those mm-hmm. things. Some just, like, really neat stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Really neat stuff. Yeah, I liked some of the riffs here a lot. I think they're really weird. The production's really minimalist, too. It's just guitar and drums. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. There's just one guitar track Ooh. in a lot of the... The, the the songs and it's nice because we're back to like the natural sounding drums like yes. for the past like dozen or so pikes he's mm-hmm. had he's mixed it up with these electronic drum samples that mm-hmm. kind of get old they do kind of yeah. get old that's that's yeah. true that's this was true. this was pretty sick though like it was pretty sick mm-hmm. lots of cool ideas um lots of proggy stuff he played around with tempos a good bit played around with time signatures a good bit it was it was like it definitely was very thought out and definitely wasn't like a plug and play, just like, you know, soloing over backing tracks, Pike, like we get mm-hmm. occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. surprised he put this one out two days after the previous Pike because it feels like this is an album that would have taken a couple of weeks to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I, th- I think it, it feels really well planned out. It doesn't feel like a, I just like ripped this together two days on a fucking bender or whatever. I don't know how he writes, right. but yeah. I can't imagine it. So I wonder like if, yeah. <laughs> if, if Buckethead does stuff on benders, like mm-hmm. what do you think he, you know, Diet Coke, you think it's just Diet, Diet Coke? I think it's just fucking, he just pounds I think, Diet I think DC's, Diet Coke, also baby. coffee. I think, I think he might be a big coffee drinker. I can see that. You think so? Yeah. I can see that, I think yeah. he might be a big coffee guy. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe he does like decaf coffee, but he just drinks a fucking lot of it. So you still get all wired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, huh. could be one of those guys too. Yeah, I, I see, I, I see some, I don't know. Oh, I, I get a lot of Adderall vibes from it, you know, like just the sheer yeah, output yeah, of it. Like, like, how do you, mm-hmm. how do you output this much? Like, how do you complete this many projects? Like, it's fine to start this many projects. Like, I get that, but yeah. how do you actually yeah. complete that? Everybody, you know? everybody wants to start a new project. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like it's like that that meme of like smiling guy and then frowning guy, and it's like <laughs> starting a new band, yeah, yep. and then it's like working on the bands that you already have. <laughs> you know, that's the, the whole thing. That's. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's that's the duality of being a musician. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> Never wanting to work on your established music. Yeah, only wanting to just do new and fun. And yeah, that things. that's yeah, like ma- making the band name and the band logo <laughs> is usually the most fun part about being in a band. So. Speaking of band names and band logos, Dan, can we talk about the band that you're playing with, or, or is it that not okay? Uh, we can talk about one of the bands that I'm playing in. The other one, that, okay. Uh, I don't know what you're. T- I'm not playing in a, another band. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, all it's right, like that. Right, okay. It's, all uh, right. it's, um, there's a bunch of people that I know that are playing in a band, but I don't know who any of uh-huh. them are. They're just uh, right. Snake boys. This is the most cryptic bullshit. Dude, I know. Obviously, I know. you two have some insider knowledge, and I'm just the dumbass over here. Like, what the fuck are you going on about? Like, <laughs> no, there's a. Uh, you, you just said like thirty platitudes, and all of them meant nothing. <laughs> it's 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 a weird sort of cryptic thing. Um, uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I'm not supposed to talk about. That's okay. We maybe can, being can, or can... not being in a band, or who is and who isn't in a band. It's a it's a secret members sort of thing, and Lord knows ah, what they may or may members. not have asked me. Because <laughs> oh, okay, wow. Uh, well, is, it, is it one of those those secretive like bands like like Drutka, where you don't know anybody in the band, <laughs> or um. I don't know, like ghost, and you just oh, play shitty yeah. music. Oh yeah, yeah. Imagine, I, I get some big ghost vibes yeah. from this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's a, you know, if um, I, I all right, I'm just gonna come out and say it. I fucking hate ghosts. I can't do it. Uh-huh. I've never been. No, able no, to this do is it. an anti-ghost. Uh, this is an, this is an anti-ghost safe space. All right. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah. We, uh, we, I mean, I decided, you know, the community around my meme page and everything decided definitively a few months ago that uh, Papa John is more goth than Papa Emeritus, <laughs> and therefore... Although, I don't know if you heard, he is no longer Papa Emeritus. What? He's like Colonel something now. Oh, whatever. Oh. He's, he's, he, he changed his character. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Papa Emeritus was only his character up to like 2018 or something. I, so he changed his uh, character, and he's just another guy now. So and I, uh, but but he still uh, is a shitty vocalist. Oh yeah, very. Shitty. It's just it's the sort of thing yeah. where like they they Two really range. they sing about heavy metal, but they are like uh-huh. a yeah. smooth rock band. They're a hundred percent just like yeah. a yeah. a very chill smooth rock band, like like how Tom Petty saying about rock and roll but was also like a light fm kind of artist yeah also mm-hmm. controversial take so many people i know fucking love tom petty and i'm just like rest in peace tom mm. not a fan so 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 tom petty yeah. i think yeah. was a very good songwriter sure. mm-hmm. but that dude was not a good vocalist at all bad vocalist not a great performer like <laughs> Just overall garbage, you know. I mean, no, he was he was really good at songwriting, like straight up. Like that was his talent, and maybe he should have just <clears throat> written songs for other people. Cause, like, I don't know, fucking. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I heard that song. I was in a grocery store the other day, and uh, "Don't Come Around Here No More" came yeah, out. Yeah, hmm? yeah, yeah. He doesn't mm-hmm. want people coming. And I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, what? there's got to be a weird story behind this, like. Just like, don't you dare come over here and mm, come, okay? I, I bet he was like having band practice, and his bassist just like went and jerked one off in the sink, but didn't like flush it down properly, or tried to flush it down with the cold water, so it like gummed yeah, up like real bad, stuck to the side. Yeah, of the yeah, sink. and like Tom Petty <laughs> goes in to like wash his face, and he like fills up the sink, and like he's like, oh my god, it's come, and, uh, and he's like, firstly you're out of the band, secondly I wrote a song about it, yeah. <laughs> Get it at top. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, no. To your so, to your earlier point, though, I um, I I maybe got a uh, a bit of a talking to about um, 
mentioning who or who was not in this band, which is why I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm going to get yelled at if I if I keep it up. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, the band <laughs> we're talking about in question obviously is Ghost. You know, we can't share the, the names of the members of Ghost. <laughs> yes. We can only talk shit about the band. Yeah, you know? exactly. Who knows? Maybe Papa John is in Ghost. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe everybody in Ghost is a Papa of sorts. We well, just we we just don't know. We got a Papa Murphy. We got a Papa John. We got a Papa. The one you know, the one thing Papa I will Bowen. say one thing I will say about Ghost is that Papa Smurf. If nobody knows who is or isn't in your band, it means uh-huh. that you can treat it more like theater, and you can have understudies, and that means that you uh, don't that's need true. all of your band members to be able to make a tour or not. You can have yeah like two bassists or four guitarists do, and you can have do you, you, you want to hear like, this wanna, is the uh, the mf doom principle do you want to hear you know my one of my most unpopular takes yeah no. hell yeah i would say that i would say any i would say any band uh <laughs> any band member can be replaced at any point <laughs> for any band this is, and uh, it'll be fine yeah no, why really, make it really depends <laughs> why like, hide it you know no. yeah yeah <laughs> i'm I, well, I mean, so I'm specifically referring to like stringed instrument players. Usually, yeah, kind drummers, of, you know, kind sometimes. Like, but like, try to replace Buckethead in any of the bands he's been in. Well, that's a little. There, there are yeah, a couple guitarists who could maybe, but no one who plays quite like them. Is the only true, person I've heard actually like do a great impression of Buckethead's playing. Bumblefoot. Bumblefoot. Yep. I yeah, the, I, right. I swear to ah, God, right. he's Bumblefoot is actually amazing. It's just I don't like him. <laughs> he's That's weird it. he's got a foot fetish and yeah, it's, it's uncomfortable not... that he brings that into his music yeah i think it's weird he's he's the quentin tarantino of of like uh, shred guitar yeah yeah, yeah. no i'm, I'm... <clears throat> and i don't mean that in a flattering way i'll, no. I'll take it's your word for it and i'm just gonna <laughs> listen to anything else i think you know yeah, yeah. i think that's a good <laughs> idea i mean have you ever listened to uh uh chinese democracy dan I never got around to it. You know, it's been on my list. Yeah, to be like, yeah. oh, you it's should, not, you know, for a lark, listen it's to it. All right. I don't know. It, for, it's for, for a laugh. Yeah. I mean, for, or for the culture, you know, yeah. it, it's probably worth listening sure. to, mm-hmm. but you know, it's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's there. It's, it is there. But Bumblefoot's on that album and uh, ah, he does a lot of parts, I think, that were supposed to initially be played by Buckethead. I mean, okay, yeah, He was I definitely the guy that was brought in to be like the replacement, mm-hmm. like super lead guitarist, mm-hmm. basically. We love a super lead guitarist. Yeah. Like a, uh, like a, uh, never mind, I forgot his name. I was going to make a joke about, oh yeah, yeah, like a, like a Dave Navarro. <laughs> There yeah. you go. That's a super lead guitarist if I've ever heard of. That dude lives Moss. He, uh, well, yeah. I like, mean, like that dude is Taco Bell incarnate, and wow. he was on fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers' worst album, which is That's saying true. something. Okay. <laughs> it does say like, something. Here's... Like there is one Red Hot Chili Peppers album <laughs> that's objectively the worst, but they're all fucking dog shit. <laughs> I I prefer my California to not be in song form. Thank you very much. <laughs> California's fine as a state. We don't need it to be a musical so you, genre. You're saying you get enough Californication in your life that you don't need to Californize. Uh, I'm, I'm a California virgin, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm California so you just, pure. So you California masturbate, though, obviously. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I am a California impotent, so <laughs> I did. Uh, Has your California performance 
uh, suffered, you know? If you're California, uh, <laughs> it's hard for more than four hours. Okay, enough of that. Yeah. On to Pike. Well, no, wait, hold on. Before we finish up here. So for each of the Pikes, each of the Pikes. So yeah. like we like to imagine that each of these albums represents something or is the soundtrack to something in Buckethead Land, the imaginary theme park mm-hmm. for Buckethead. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. For this record here, what do we think this would be a good soundtrack to? What 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 like event or attraction or event thi- horizon or event horizon <laughs> in Buckethead Land? Do you think this would be a good soundtrack to? But you got anything? Yeah, yeah. I think um, it's a pretty sick pike overall. It has a lot of unique ideas, lots of cool shredding. It's pretty adventurous. I think it'd go to a cool neon roller coaster. And, and what's a neon roller coaster? It's a roller coaster with neon. What do you think? This All is right. this is one of those indoor roller coasters. This is for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like like Space Mountain totally. type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. With lots of neon. Oh, it, but they're not neon lights. It's just raw neon. The material. And it's like <laughs> the ground gas. up. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah. everyone goes and gets like cancer and shit. Yeah, I love <laughs> I love cancer in my roller coasters. That's great. Um, I would say this would be a good soundtrack to like a water balloon uh, fight area uh, if they did something like that because okay. that seems stupid. What like you know what's a fun thing is like sh- wa- balloons that are not shaped like normal balloons, uh, like like long ones, like long wiggly like balloons. Ones that you could shape into animals, balloon animal balloons. Yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. What 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 do you think is the coolest balloon animal, folks? Penis. Penis. That's not a balloon. That's a penis. A, a penis is an an animal. Yeah, that's a but component. But to penis. I just I want to say giraffe, but I think that's the most basic answer you can come up with. I don't no, know. no, no, no. The most basic giraffe one is, is definitely good. dog. Giraffe has the long neck, mm-hmm. which is it's fun. It's more, aesthetic, more aesthetic. Definitely yeah. more advanced. Uh-huh. I like giraffe. Giraffes mm-hmm. good. Okay, tier list balloon animals. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say giraffe is S tier. Yeah, okay. Um, Ooh, I, I'd say giraffe is A tier. I don't know about S. What, what, could what, do, what better? do you think is S tier? What if you made a I scorpion? Mean, that'd be fucking tight. Ooh, that's S tier. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's S tier. Uh, fucking p- pretty much any Pokemon is going to be an S tier. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> that, true. That, that takes some true. skills. It's take true. some skills, some cool shit going yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything with a big dick also. <laughs> here what is up with your balloon dick situation here well you know like maybe we'll get to it how could you not get Um, there i don't want to (laughs) i don't i'm just asking what the fuck dude okay so bottom of the list it's it's more of a rhetorical what the fuck yeah uh dog 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 is is dog shit fuck dog uh like a bone i think a bone looks stupid that's not an animal stop so so how about like uh you know, obviously snakes and worms are fucking low effort. I was bullshit. I was gonna say yeah. tapeworm. You know, yeah. oh, a tapeworm take, is different. Let's take all the air you have out to of shove it. Shove the balloon down like or some up someone's ass or something to make it like a, truly a tapeworm. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's true. That's, that's why that, it's my that least favorite. To be a part it's of, way yeah, too involved. Okay, fair enough. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta set aside time for that. You gotta have like a room. Yeah, yeah. Harp. You gotta like really prepare. Uh, That'll get you say, kicked like, out of a brass again show. That yeah exactly <laughs> or, or a target you know. yeah yeah I, I prefer <laughs> target stock room is my place nice nice ballooning down yeah yeah it's uh, it's pretty... anyway Pike one seventy three all right the blob I this one was... released on September twenty fourth twenty fifteen just five days mm-hmm. after Crest of the Hill 
a five day job. I mean, I this one was probably my favorite pike this yeah, week. Was, I, okay. I just like this one. It's it's super metal, yeah. which I thought was fun. There's like some death metal vibes in that first song mm-hmm. for sure. And it's just like it's got really heavy riffs on it, it which does. I think and is pretty cool. What mm-hmm. I really like it a lot because it like showcases a lot of different types of metal. It's like that him just true. like playing all true. of the metal genres in one album. And it's pretty sick. It's an absolute metal clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, metal clinic. Metal clinic. Like and I love the uh, the track listing on here. It's uh, six tracks. We got. Yeah. Oh, the track listing is really Blob good. Blob enters the room. Blob digs a hole. Blob goes upstairs. Blob finds ancient scroll. Mm-hmm. Blob gets a drink of water. And Blob goes to sleep. Blob gets a boner looking at his stepsister's underwear. This is just. Whoa, what are you doing, <laughs> Step Blob? <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I like this one. I thought it was fun. There's some there's some really fun riffs on it. And I, I think that, like, the previous one also has some really fun riffs. But this one, I feel like, is a little bit more produced. Like, there's a little bit more going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as the production goes, there's a lot more, like, l- layered riffs. And there's more shredding. Much bigger uh, not- drums. Much bigger drums. Bigger drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah really for big sure. drums. The drums for sounded sure. really good on this album. Yeah, for sure. mm-hmm. they sounded. Yeah. I mean, they sound like you know fake drums, but they also sounded huge, which I think yeah. is yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, but they they, yeah. they sound like really good. Yeah. 2015 fake drums. I'm not. Like, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm not against fake drums, especially if you lean no, into it. No. And you're just like, no, no, no. This is yeah. not what drums ever sound like, but it's what I'm making yeah. them sound like, and. It, yeah. they're just gonna sound huge the, that's, how you, get, that's, that's how you awesome. get some really really interesting music you know yeah. it's like mm-hmm. a lot of the idm stuff that i really like mm-hmm. you know they're making weird percussion into like yeah weird sounds into percussion and things mm-hmm. like that what, what, is, what cool. does that stand for spencer uh intelligent dance music yes it oh, does oh yeah. very smart of you yes 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 uh you have to have a pretty high iq to understand it bud mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and you gotta be able to dance oh that's that's like such a good put uh put down is to be like you're not smart enough to to understand ethics twin bruh <laughs> Like imagine saying that like in seriousness on Reddit. You can't even name three albums in the on Joy Rex Records. You've never listened to anything <laughs> on Brain Dance. You don't have a favorite Square oh, Pusher album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. There you go. There you go. Yeah. See, Dan. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we we were, we were <clears> we've all been there. Teens in the same kind of yeah, yeah, ish. Yeah. ish. ish. Anyway, uh, yeah. going back to Pike 173. Idea. The Blob. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, lo- we love the Blob. For, first song was a pretty, like, sick, like, and this is something I don't think he's really done before, but it was, like, an industrial metal song for the most part. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. It reminded me it reminded of, like, Fear 90- Factory a little bit. Fear yeah. Factory, or I was going to say 90s Ministry, but yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. It was it was pretty cool. Um Definitely, like, very heavy, like, industrial drums. Um, oh, yeah. Really cool riffing. Uh, second track, cool, like, proggy metal song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blob digs a hole. Mm-hmm. What kind of hole do you think he digs? The the track the, listing really, really feels like a and d campaign sort of thing, or, like, is that oh, old? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that it old, really like... Does. Like old computer game where it was just like, uh, you know, just just like all like text based 
kind of like oh yeah role playing kind of there's a games, I know, you know the one that you're talking about is it, are you talking about like Zork or something you know I just, or like it's so far removed from my brain right now like <laughs> I can't even can't remember what it yeah. is all right I'm actually gonna try to I think a text based buckethead video game would be pretty tight that sounds kind of fun would be really sweet mm-hmm. yeah it's mm-hmm. kind of fun something you could play on like a I mean, like a Texas Instruments like TI eighty three yeah calculator yeah. calculator oh, rock I love a calculator game mm-hmm. yeah yeah we do yeah we do we love to see a calculator flash to run Doom mm-hmm. you love see you love seeing Doom run on anything but like Doom running on a calculator that's if you if you could run tight. Doom on anything what would you try to run it on pregnancy <laughs> test that I mean. <laughs> If you're trying to run Doom <laughs> on a pregnancy test, the test is negative. I hate how quickly you had that answer. 100% of the time. I don't know why. That was just like, that was on my brain. I just like had Damn. it ready to go. Yeah. I mean, they, they just they they just ported <laughs> Skyrim to pregnancy tests. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that this was, year's re-release. That's yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. 20th anniversary, baby. Or, oh, sorry, 10th anniversary. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Maybe all virgins have had sex by now. Here's Skyrim on new platforms. Uh, yeah. right. Love to see it. I'm gonna Love I'm to gonna fire it. up some of this bucket head in the background. If it I I'm hoping it doesn't interfere. You guys can't hear that, can you? No. No. Okay, good. Just making sure. All right. Sick. Because nice. I listen I listened um, to all this stuff yesterday and I'm like, all right, I need a little refresher while we're going through it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice. I think nice. one of my favorite songs on this album, besides the first one, uh, "Blob Enters a Room," is mm-hmm. uh, number four. Blob finds ancient scroll, mm-hmm. uh, which is just a sick ass speed metal song. Yeah, definitely. That, that song's me pretty. Of, it reminds like, me of like Running Wild a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, a little Running Wildy, a little like nineties, yeah. early nineties Megadethy. Oh, um, this is early nineties, or no, sorry, late nineties Megadeth is big. This energy, big Spider Man energy. Oh, I never bothered. Nineties Megadeth. I just ref- oh, that's the door. Don't... I've never unlocked. Oh, uh, euthanasia. You well, euthanasia is like ninety four. Was mid ninety? That's mid ninety. That's like ninety. No seven. No, what? no, that was no. like. Oh no, I'm risk was like ninety seven. Uh, yeah, 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 that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the one with like the picture on the cover with like the gardener or whatever. Isn't that the one that has a song called yeah, Moto like... Psycho? Oh yeah. Uh, oh, is that a cover? Because Moto Psycho, really? That's not by Megadeth. Yeah. No, Moto Psycho. I know what you're is, talking about. Anyways. Yeah, a risk is a mm-hmm. fucking nonsense bullshit album that actually we're gonna talk about oh. uh, on this podcast okay. at some point. Okay. Um, uh, foreshadowing, <laughs> foreskin shadowing. Mm. The, the the shadowing on foreskin when you're sketching is so goddamn <laughs> difficult, dude. Uh, I just usually <laughs> circumcise it. Dan, uh, as an artist, can you tell us about drawing foreskin? Can I tell you about drawing foreskin? Wait, wait, wait. Thoughts? Have, sure. Well, hold up. Have you ever tattooed foreskin? I've never tattooed foreskin. Um, I've I've always Bummer. maintained that if I'm gonna do a dick tattoo, that I've got you know a fairly <laughs> hefty handling fee, and uh, uh-huh. I've gotten yeah. I've gotten yeah, yeah, the yeah. phone calls, I've gotten the emails, and no one's ever followed through. Um, nice, nice. I, I mean, if you really want to interview someone about the shit, I've got a friend of mine that I can send your way. He's got stories for fucking days about dick tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I know a guy who has yeah. his tattoo, uh, his his penis not only heavily tattooed mm-hmm. but pierced. Last time I checked, like forty something times. Hmm. Whoa! Yeah, that's heavy. It's pretty cool. It's heavy. Yeah. No, I mean that's heavy. Like the dick is yeah, probably yeah, heavy. Yeah, yeah, you can't like yeah. <laughs> it's, probably, it's a lot to he's, lug around. Yeah, yeah. he's carrying around 
fucking yeah good for good for him i you know more uh, who am i to judge that's great you know yeah Mm -hmm. you know what yeah Mm -hmm. you know live and let live Mm -hmm. Um, uh pierce and let hang yeah 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 (laughs) anyway uh Uh, back to the blob the blob (laughs) Uh, yeah speaking of heavily tattooed and pierced penises the blob (laughs) The blob, the blob gets his penis heavily tattooed and pierced. That's the last. That's the bonus track. I feel like I, I failed you. It's like a one tattoo question I've gotten this whole thing, and I'm just like, nope, sorry. Uh, do you, do you have a good uh, a good tattoo story? Do I have a good tattoo story. Oh, man. Um, a good tattoo. That is. I know. Wow. I was really, it was a softball. That's the, that's the shittiest interview question. Softball. You know. Uh, gotta, like, that, that's a shitty softball, man. <laughs> I got a, like, I got a, a client that I was doing a big full leg sleeve on um, years ago when I still lived in New York and I was still working at Eastside Inc. And um, it, I'm sorry, leg sleeve. Isn't it called a pant leg? <laughs> it is now. So I did like a full pant leg on this guy. <laughs> that's and, pretty uh, good. You know, Pretty like good. ass to ankle pant leg on this guy, big dragon. Nice. And um, he was he was great. I actually really like working with this guy, but we just called him Naked Carl. Uh, and Naked mm-hmm. Carl would ride his Ducati to the shop, uh, show up an hour early for his appointment, knowing fully well that I was not ready for him. Walk in the door, immediately take his shirt off, and just plop down on the couch in the front of the shop and just hang. Love it. And um, nice, nice. Our shop nice. assistant would be like, "You really don't need to take your shirt off right now." And he'd just be like, "Oh, I run hot." Love Carl. <laughs> that's oh, the best answer. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good answer. So yeah, yeah. Does, does that mean he was on meth? <laughs> no, he was. So Carl was fucking great. He was so funny. Every time he came in, he um, he's like a. Well, his very, name was Carl. Yeah, and he ran hot, so he was hot Carl. Hot Carl. Ooh, well, he was naked Carl. Carl. Uh, yeah, make it out, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not using his real name, by the way, just in case anyone oh, is. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever, yeah. whatever. His name was just in case. Uh, wow, that is interesting. So he um, <laughs> he would basically, uh, as soon as I would call him back, he would immediately take his pants off, and he would just have like a jock strap on. Uh, and just to, nice. just to paint you a full picture, he's an incredibly buff sixty year old man. Like, just, like, fit 60-year-old man. And the first words out of his mouth every single session was, I can take the jockstrap off. And it was just like, (laughs) I'm never going to need you to do that. (laughs) You don't don't need to. You leave it off. He would just just have his (laughs) jockstrap, and he would have, like, a pair of Nikes on, and that was it. And he would just, like, like really let the whole room know that he was there. And... um, this, this is this is great energy. This is big so old bottom energy. I yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> me and every other single person that worked at the shop has seen Carl's asshole so many times over the course of me yeah. working on him. Just yep. rolling him around on a table, and anytime I'd be like, "Hey, let me take a break. Let me go grab a sip of water," he would just always get up, wander around to somebody else's station, and just be like, "Hey, what are you working on? What's going on?" As naked as he could possibly get. Well, yeah, you gotta, uh, you gotta air out your dong. Yeah, you gotta. Sessions. Yeah, you know, you yeah. gotta, you Let gotta. That yeah. Snake breathe, Love baby. Him. 
a lot of <laughs> let that snake um, breathe, baby. <laughs> but yeah, our uh, our shop assistant showed up, uh, so she would she would like book him in for appointments. So she knew when Carl was going to be in, and it was always like, like the busiest Saturday. But there's ten artists, ten clients, uh-huh. like oh, a, little, no. a whole thing, uh-huh. and uh, a whole, the whole thing. thing. Right yeah, whole yeah thing. it definitely is a whole thing. And <laughs> it got to the point that I would I would show thing. up to the shop and my entire station would just be walled off with Shoji screens because no. nobody wanted to deal with Naked Carl anymore. Like it was it was like funny for everyone the first couple times, oh. and then after a while, everyone was like, "I can't, I can't oh. do what I need to do while accidentally <laughs> looking at this man's asshole." Like it just it doesn't work yeah. for me anymore. Yeah. I mean, I've said that before in real life. You know, it's just sometimes you gotta like yeah, establish which is weird because yeah. you work on the Geek Squad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, anyway, well, I'll wrap it up. And he, um, he, when we finished this, like, it was like ten sessions. It was like a long, big, that's, complicated. That's a lot ta- it was a of work, lot of work. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. everything is healed, and like a month goes by after I'm done tattooing him, and he just texts me a bunch of nudes, no, just no. straight nice. up like sends me nudes, and it's oh. just like tattoo healed up, great, thanks again, and I'm just like, fucking oh. Carl, this poor old lonely bottom. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I, you know, I, I guarantee you, he is not a lonely man. He just is. Uh-huh. He knows what he's doing, and he, I mean, you know, you don't, uh-huh. you don't have to be alone. Oh, wait, I you don't have to be yeah, lonely. You don't to be have to be alone to be alone. I don't. You know. Don't have to be alone to be alone. <laughs> so like, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of yeah. those things. Is I don't it, know. Yeah, that sounds like a line from the Friends theme. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Can you can you say that back in a Rickenbacker? <laughs> uh, anyways, Pike one seventy three. Right. What do we think that would be a good uh, soundtrack to? Uh, I think it goes to like a a sled themed ride, hmm. right? like like uh, like Slednecks, like that no, show that, no, about no. Uh, rednecks in Alaska. In, but instead of like bob sledding, it's blob sl- sweating. No, blob, whoa, <laughs> blob, blob sledding, blob, blob sledding. <laughs> the Jamaican blob sled team. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I bet uncool you do. runnings. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, uncool runnings is definitely the name or, of this episode. F- fool runnings. <laughs> No, uncool. Um, <laughs> I think I think Blob okay. as a ride is just like one of the like haunted house rides where you're in the car that just kind of moves real slow and stuff pops out and scares okay, you. So like, uh, yeah, the haunted mansion. But at, at mm, Disney. Mm-hmm. it's not a haunted mansion. It's just like a factory where they make something really weird. I don't know. Oh, they make like fucking gack, like Nickelodeon. Oh, gack. like like a slime factory, just, like a, you know, yeah, you know, slime. Yeah. That's what I call my balls. Oh, nice, <laughs> the nice. Slime yeah, we, me too. That's what I also call your balls. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you're the recipient. Of... <laughs> it's just, it's just the Disneyland break room. It's just a ride that goes through the break room. It's just, you know, yeah, costumes off, exactly. Just misery, yeah. just pure fucking misery. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's gotta be. It's gotta be the dude. Like the bathroom at the furry convention. <laughs> there's gotta be so many dudes like holding their balls underneath the like air thing. You know, like, trying to dry them out. Right. I mean, like, imagine. Do you think they built? They make fursuits with like fans built in. They've got it. Oh yeah, they do definitely. They definitely yeah, yeah. do. There, there's some very professional ones with like mm. actual like recurrent cooling systems and shit like that. It's nuts. So like water cooling or like how are we cooling? Uh, I'm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's a water cooler. So thing. you're or saying that circulation. there could be furries <laughs> in the next Dune movie. 
Because it sounds like oh, you're saying that. I mean, furries well, what movie. what are Fremen if not just desert furries? Like, I mean, they're they're not exactly furries. They're more like sandworm furries. Oh yeah, they're like halud furries. They're snakes. They're, yeah, they're yeah. Des- also, let's talk about the shy halud. That's that has something to do with a vor fetish, right? Frank Herbert definitely had a, he wanted to get it swallowed up by a giant worm, yeah? Probably. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. The big, that sounds like, cock. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's what they are, Whoa. right? Like, I mean, sure. Because, I mean, like, you know, my smegma is basically spice. Like, I can see the future when I snort it. Yeah. I um, mean, I've heard that. So, <laughs> yeah. heard that. You've experienced it, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Pike 174, Last House on Slunk Street, released on September 26th, 2015, just two days after the blob. Two days. Two days. I'm surprised this is a two-day album because I mean, there was a lot going on. There is yeah. a lot going on here. Yeah, there's it's a lot of threading. fucking tracks. 16 tracks. And so we're not so going to go one threading. by one because, yeah. yeah, it's they're all kind of different variations on the same thing of, mm-hmm. hey, I wonder how much I can shred and do like furious riffage between like shred sessions. Mm. Shred sessions. Yeah, which was which was cool. Shred sessions is like uh Jeff Sessions like cool son. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just like, "Hey old man, your legislation's stupid as fuck." <laughs> oh wait, and then he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ma'am. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so so, okay. so Splunk Street is a recurring theme, yeah. Yes, uh-huh. a slu- so a slunk is a pile of dead cows. Huh. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. Huh. We'll we'll talk about that. Okay. Yeah, right. and that was, uh, I mean, a, it was there's first a, introduced, there's I think, a, in a slunk. Let's uh, talk about it in the bucket scene. void. Let's save that. There's a comment about it. This is stuff we know from many albums past. I know. I know. This is, We're going to talk about it more later. We have. We have. Uh, I liked the track listing on here. Um mm-hmm. It's all weird stuff like uh, what's on the end of that fork. And uh, oh, yeah, what the is mops that? got something on it. <laughs> and uh, doormat, yeah, does. doormat with hole underneath. Oh, my God. Which makes That's me think filthy. Well, is, is it like a floor glory hole? A flory hole? <laughs> I do love. Like, imagine that. I do really love that uh-huh. all of his song titles, when you put them all together, they're just incredibly like brief short stories you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah they are just yeah, the most austere sure. short story ever i love it yes uh we also have unplugged refrigerator mm-hmm. which is good for nothing much like this podcast uh true. wrapping up something which mm-hmm. i like to believe is a condom a condom song <laughs> about him wrapping it up don't, you gotta, don't be a fool wrap your tool <laughs> yeah it's the condom song yeah um Clothesline with stuff hanging on it. Song mm-hmm. about drying clothing. That's pretty cool, huh? That's pretty metal. Drying clothing is pretty metal. I uh yeah. I'm is, is there any it's what genre of metal is is line drying clothes though? Uh that's a great fucking question. Um I would say prog metal. I'd uh, say it's like funky prog metal, like early living color. I don't oh no, I think yeah. this is like some like folk metal kind of shit you're line drying clothes okay. you're in the woods like this uh, yeah. that's a good point Kalani. yeah you, you're, yeah, out, in the, this you're is, out in the like I yeah could, i could definitely dry clothes to like corpa kalani yeah for sure yeah. for sure eluvetti yeah like yeah. that kind of shit yeah. Some, this is this uh, yeah. is fantasy metal for sure there's no washing machines in fantasy yeah. metal yeah that's that true they all yeah. have to wash their shit in like rivers well and, yeah unless you're using um 
Unless you're like just like line drying like reusable diapers, in which case that's more like a bursum type <laughs> type metal. Huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, are you are you implying that Varg Vikernus has a, a diaper fetish? Because I think you might be right. I'm implying he is a poopy boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can get down that's with that. That's true. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, come fight us, Varg. Yeah. I dare you. Fuck you, Varg. Piece of shit. Yeah, fuck you, Varg. Yeah. Piece of shit. Fucking paleo-fascist doofus Oh, my God. I had a conversation with (laughs) someone yesterday who was like, yeah, I get that Uh he's, like, bad, but, like, I love his music. And I was like, how? No. How do you even, like, what is there to like? Yeah, there's and also there's like a like ten thousand bands that sound like that. I know. If you you want to hear music like that, just listen to a different band. Like, just fucking make it it yourself. Just do it yourself. It's not hard. Dungeon synth is so easy to make. (laughs) That's why every fucking black metal band is just like five dungeon synth projects that happen to play together. Just, Just wow. Yeah, find right. one moment yeah, that you didn't get true. a hug from your dad and just write a song about it. Jesus Christ, it's not that hard uh-huh, to do. Uh-huh. Verse, it fucking sucks. Uh-huh. For fucking real, For yeah. This is an sake. anti-Burzum safe space. Yes, here. absolutely. Fuck you, Varg. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Varg. Anyway, back to Last uh, House on Slung Street. <laughs> Indeed, uh, very fun, very thrashy. Lots yeah. of staccato stuff. Yep. Scratchy. One thing I really liked uh, that he did on here quite a bit is mm-hmm. um, he would just like kind of drop out and do just guitar and drum parts, and he'd do like this cool like funky guitar scratching and slapping thing. Yeah, uh, it was really cool. Uh-huh. I, I was, like those parts a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Slapping on guitar is one of those things that like I'm not sure if I get it, but I think it's cool. Like I it's feel like, the same it's, about it's... slapping on bass. <laughs> Fair. No, there's, wait, it's not cool. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is it's, it's cool in the right context, and the context right. is uh-huh. soul, Motown, and funk. Like, yeah. outside of that, just you don't need to do it. It's fine. I mean, there's, there's yeah. some, like, yacht rock and stuff where it fits, yeah. too. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, fucking Steel and, and, and like pop. Peg. Yeah, and just, like, like, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, like, 80s pop, you know, for that sure. I can throw oh, on. True. Mm-hmm. You know what I want to do, and I just had this idea oh, just now. Oh, and also uh, themes for Seinfeld. So that's a yes, keyboard. Exactly. I just, that's not a bass. But but, but it's true, it's, but. it's slap bass samples. So, so here's the thing. Right, can I right. can I can I lay lay something on you guys? I have an idea, mm-hmm. and this is what I want to do. I want to start a grindcore band where it's guitar, bass, and drums, but the bass is all the Seinfeld slap bass sample, and that's what all the bass is done. It's like programmed, and then there's guitar and drums, but it's just like raw grindcore outside of that. Okay. I mean, there is a band called Grindfeld. They don't do that. But See, I, but I want to do that, which is, I think is a more fun take on it. Huh. You know? I think okay. it's better. So, so is it is it a bassist or is it a keyboardist just playing? Well, it's, it's a keyboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's key, somebody's playing a keyboard. Well, here's here's my idea: grindcore band, uh-huh. uh, but all of the the musicians are just keyboardists playing samples of the instrument that <laughs> that's they play. actually kind of fun well i could like sample like the the uh the doom soundtrack and play guitar that sounds like that that'd be sick as play, hell, we'll yeah. play a keyboard that sounds like that and then there will be like slap bass key like uh, uh keyboard and then just blast beats yeah just fucking blast beats yeah, screaming great. i'm gonna make that I'll, I'll get back to you guys. Yeah, be okay. good. Right, be cool. good. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of get back, uh, let's get back to Last House on Slung Street. <laughs> you're really, tr- you're desperately trying to keep us on tack here. <laughs> I, yeah. I really am. I mean, we're, we're like at an hour now. Uh, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. We're yeah, okay. I'm the one who edits this, all right? <laughs> I'm, make, I'm making my life easier. That's fair. Um, That's fair. 
Lots of shredding on this one. I I do. There's some like really impressive and fast mm-hmm. shredding on this. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it. Okay. Actually. So yeah. one thing I will say about it. I mean, obviously there's fucking shredding on it. That's. I mean, come on. But it, it feels really cohesive musically. Like all the you know mm-hmm. all the backing tracks yeah. on it like feel really like tight. They feel really tied together. Yeah. You know, it doesn't just feel like, yep. oh, I just I just needed something to fit behind this. It's like, oh, no, there's some thought that went into, like, how these all fit together. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. right. which, like, really blows me away that he presumably put together the 16 track album mm-hmm. in two days, oh, two insane. days. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And like, I believe that he could do it. Yeah, but it's still wild. I still like like to see that. It's pretty neat. Yeah, there's some like yeah, I imagine just him and Dan Monty just like railing Riddlin. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. This is fucking Adderall music for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. What do you What do you think it would be a soundtrack to? You, you know, I actually didn't write anything down here. Mm. Um, uh, I, I got something. Yeah, what do you got? This is the guitar store in Buckethead Land. This is just the sound of somebody this? shredding oh, in the guitar actually, store. So it is the sound of somebody shredding, and I actually thought of this earlier, but uh, it's the sound of someone shredding because it goes to the pulled pork and Cuban sandwiches restaurant. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> meat. Okay, wow. I feel, I'm glad that we're all kind of on the same page because my thought was that this is just the gift shop. Yeah. yeah. There, all right, there okay. You go. Well, I, I, I said the same thing, mm-hmm. except uh, at Buckethead Land, the only gifts are sandwiches oh, and wow. shredded meat. So, okay. huh. does that make sense? I <laughs> guess. You can make up whatever you want, bro. Hey, the world is yours, baby. The world is yours. What? The world yeah. is yours. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, mm-hmm. would you all like to go on a journey with me? Sure. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> uh, well, you're locked in, Brit. So cue the song. Fine. Stealing men's from the bucket boy. Bucket boy. Oh my god. Oh my god. We're here. We're here. This is the part of the show where we just, you know, shine a light into YouTube and we look at those comments and we talk about them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. I'm not going to give an elaborate explanation here. Um, but yeah, we, uh, there's a lot of bucket warriors out there, you know, just dropping that bucket content. Um, YouTube user Sam Castaleja says two years ago, this is some dope fly slamming bee. Yeah. Yeah. Dope fly sounds like a new metal band. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, well, I mean, dope is a, is a new metal. Fly. Yeah. And, and soul fly. Good, go. To a later extent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just some fun stuff. We like that. Uh, this uh, okay. This YouTube user uh, Assassin Potates with a comment that truly makes no sense to me. Uh, hopefully, y'all can help me decipher it. Three years ago, says never knew you could make a song with farting and cutting papers. Um, I don't know what cutting papers are. I know what farting is. I've heard of it. What's but that? I- I've heard of it. It's Wait, what. Can you explain? Uh, uh, it's uh, it, it's it's when you like take a big breath and then you go. Oh, like the that. butt breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The butt breath. Uh-huh. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. In cutting papers, more like cutting cheese. Hey, <laughs> right, everybody. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know what cutting papers is though. That's a weird thing. I don't know if y'all know or not. Uh, anyways. 
YouTube user Philo Philo says six years ago, this is crazy. How come his hand does not fall off? Is that because he's playing guitar so fast or masturbating furiously? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, see, that's a really good question. That's a question for Cum Corner. That's a great yeah, question for Cum Corner. Great question for Cum, Cum Corner's Corner. leaking. I feel <laughs> like if you, if you wind up in Bucket <clears throat> Headland on YouTube, you are probably fucking ripped. So none of these comments really like, surprise yeah. me. No. Yeah. Oh, speaking of ripped. Oh, we'll uh, we'll get to ripped certainly. Um, this is an interesting comment for a few reasons. Graham sixty eight KTM says one year ago takes some crazy skills to noodle like that. I read it like that because there's two spaces between every single fucking word in this comment. What is happening? Mm. I have no idea. Yeah. Do you think by noodle they mean the guitarist from the offspring? They definitely are talking about the guitarist from the offspring. Yeah. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like Good. anytime anyone names drop name name drops noodle or noodles, they're always talking about yeah. noodles from the offspring. Or are so they talking the, uh, about noodles I, I, from the gorillas? Because there's also a noodles in the gorillas. Oh, that's oh, true. I forgot about that. But, yeah. but but that's a fake noodles. That's an NFT. Get noodles. the fuck out oh, of yeah, here. Oh yeah, it's very NFT. No uh, yes. Noodles fungible <laughs> token. <laughs> That's what it stands for. Yeah, it uh, well, I, I posted some shit about noodles uh, from the offspring on Instagram, like maybe last year, mm -hmm. and this girl sent me a message, and she had like drawn a picture of noodles, like a very accurate picture, and like hmm. sent that to me. And it was uh, it's pretty cool, pretty good. Cool. We we love to see that very that offspring cool. content. Um, Thanks, Offspring. Very cool. Thanks, Offspring. Very cool. Pretty, pretty um, fly for a white guy. <laughs> speaking of Shoot pretty webs. fly, you <laughs> YouTube user Bloom the Jew. Whoa, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, me either. Doesn't uh, sound okay. Is that a name yeah. or a verb? What yeah. are we doing here? Are, are you like making like a French sauce out of the the Jew? Are you using them like a roux? <laughs> oh are you God. blooming the the Jew like flower in order to? Um, shut up, Brit. Um, <laughs> YouTube user Bloom the Jew says six years ago what the word slunks means. English is not my first language. And then three years later, someone responded. Nathan McMonagle says three years ago, little late on the response, but it's actually in reference to cattle that is considered too young to slaughter, which is dark. <laughs> yeah, and, and furthermore, it actually references like stillborn Yikes. calf fetuses as well. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. Pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Pretty yeah. weird. Uh, but that's like the most the next... came from a farm name you can think up, you know, like... Yeah, that's would, true. Big farm energy, yeah. You know, if you're in a laboratory, <laughs> you're calling things names with, like, eight syllables, and these motherfuckers are uh, finding true. dead baby cows and just going, slunk. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. that. Love it. Um, and, okay, this next comment here. Here's the thing. I've looked at a lot of Buckethead YouTube comments, um, and the vast, major the, the vast majority of them, very positive there are some negative comments, but they're very rarely, like, extremely negative. They're usually just, like, a little negative. Um, but this is the first, I think, in my history of looking at these to see a truly negative comment. Are you ready for this? This is going to be shocking, okay? Do it. Do it. YouTube user Jesus Lowe says six years ago, Buckethead sucks. No coordination, just speed. Motherfucker got ratioed. 
29 comments, no likes. Yeah. That's yeah. It, it uh, turned into a giant, uh, giant thread there. Yeah, None, not much of that was interesting. Nobody appreciated. No, that. nobody Jesus liked that. L-O. Nobody liked that. Mm. No. Um, Do you think that stands for Jesus Light Orchestra? Like J L O. Is that what J Lo stands for? Yes, is Jesus it, Light Orchestra. That's or correct. Or is it the Jennifer yeah. Light Orchestra? Because oh. that's J Lo, right? <laughs> well, that's how she got her start. She was a fly girl in Electric Light Orchestra. Everyone knows. Oh, that's oh. right. That's right. <laughs> that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, the, the, that, that tracks. The, yeah. Uh, electric Living. Or uh, I can't do this. All right, just yeah. keep work <laughs> color. That's okay. Yeah, too many yeah, words. Yeah, that's okay. We, we follow. That's yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. YouTube user Church of the Cathode Ray says six years ago, hmm, I'm an old constant stoner, so I understand the thinking is different. Do normal people also see the actual dimensional holes this guy is ripping into an alternate reality? Uh, That's a really good question, man. I mean, one thing we can be sure of is Buckethead is ripping lots of holes with (laughs) that big bucket dick. Bucket dick. Fucking (laughs) wrecking dimensional holes all over L.A., baby. All over, baby. Uh, Well, this this comment had a few responses, and we're going to check in with a couple of those, Mm -hmm. uh, all from the same person. Mm -hmm. Uh, They left a series of responses. No no one responded to them, but they responded quite a few times to themselves. Uh, So we'll talk about that. John Rocks says four years ago, so two years after that original post, and says, Church of the Cathode Ray! Fuck, man, let me see it! That's how it started. Mm -hmm. That's how it started. Kept going, though. Two years after the original comment, yeah. uh Two years after the original comment, Mm -hmm. four years ago, I totally got drawn into another dimension XY. Unknown. And then wow. it says unown. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, unown. Oh, you're right. Unown. Unown. Which is really playing tricks on my brain. <laughs> and then what finally, the and then finally, John rocks. What magnets? How do they work? Just what magnets? I love that he went from like, yeah, let me see that dimensional rip, to then just magnets. <laughs> this is like. Um, Fucking, like, every line they gave Lieutenant Barclay on TNG. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, when for talking sure. to Jordy. Oh. Yeah. Right. What, oh. magnets? Oh. What, magnets? Pretty good. I'm going to revisit um, these albums when I'm ripped out of my skull. Yeah, yeah no, fuck yeah. Bucket yeah. yeah. has definitely listened to best when you're just fucking stoned. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say that's, that's probably right. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we're gonna, we're gonna drop into uh, a little sub section of this mm. part of the show that I like to call Come Corner. Getting horner, massive boner, let's get into the Come Corner. These are the horniest bucket content, uh, bucket comments that I could find this week. Uh, we'll start things off with YouTube user Faisal Kanena, six years ago, says... I really wish he combined them into three or four tracks. Every time I listen to an amazing track, I keep going, fuck, I wanted it to be longer. That's the feedback I get a lot of times, too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, You are projecting, sir. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. he wants his own his three, own three or four dick. tracks, more like three or four inches, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then, so we only had two come corner comments this week, but mm-hmm. uh, the next one is possibly the king of come corner. Oh wow, um, the king of come corner. Yeah. Okay. YouTube user Dili Zovich says six years ago, yeah, heavy stuff. I like equestrian statue because of its mellowness and not to mention I used to be an MLP fan, so this song is cool. Uh, an MLP fan, you know, <laughs> My you, you an, Little um, Pony. They mean a My Little Pony fetishist. Yes, they definitely jerked mm, off all, onto pony statues. All, all clops are mm-hmm. bastards. <laughs> Wow. Uh yeah, I'm uh you're not wrong. It's just like there's you can't name drop My Little Pony and not be a sex pervert. Like there's just no way. Like the only sex perverts like that show. Prove me wrong. I mean little girls like it too. They're just not sex perverts yet. Well, they I need mean, to be... the, the only the only adult men who watch that show are sex perverts. Yeah, true. And I, like little girls don't listen to Buckethead, but Adult men who are sex perverts apparently listen to Buckethead. There are some little girls that listen, like that message we got, and that oh, guy said yeah. that there were like sixteen-year-old girls at a Buckethead concert. Like that's a true. Group of that's friends. True. Yeah, that's which true. I was like, what? Okay, here's Gosh. here's the thing. Can you prove little girls like My Little Pony? Because I've never met one that does. It mm, might. This that's a fair point. That's a good point. Yeah. Either perverts are like maybe <laughs> developmentally challenged. It's, you know, mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. also in there, mm-hmm. you know, a little mm-hmm. bit. But um, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Actual like children watching this. I don't. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll amend that to uh, weird old men and also mm-hmm. weird old men masquerading as little girls. Well, I thought you were going to say weird so old men still, masturbating. So they're still in the demographic as far as like advertising goes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Are either of you into Poppy at all? Do either of you listen I've, to Poppy? I've never listened Poppy. to Poppy, but I've heard about it. Okay. I'm not quite sure what, what it is though. Um, Poppy. Oh, 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 you're talking about George H.W. Bush. Yes, I'm very into Poppy. <laughs> no, Poppy. <laughs> that's his, that's, that was his name. Poppy's wild wow. as fuck. Uh, it's, um, I, I don't even know where to begin describing Poppy. Uh, the best thing that I could say to actually get you into it is that a ripper guitar player named Chris Griotti wrote and produced a lot of her last album, which is her like heavy metal uh-huh. album. And it's pretty. T- oh, you know what? No, that that actually came on like my Spotify the other day, and I heard it. And I was it's like, very this weird, is interesting. Yeah. So it's like a it's like a female vocalist, mm-hmm. but like, and almost like I, I want to say like the vocals are kind of like pop, but like the background, the backing tracks are like metal, and like yeah, harmonic metal or something like that. It's yeah. like weird, like. Mm. It's not easy to describe. And before she did that album, she did another one that was just like pure on like dream pop. But hmm. uh, so a friend of mine uh, is a general manager at a, at a venue in New York and she had Poppy in mm-hmm. for a night, was completely blown away by it. And the next time Poppy came to town, she was like, I got a ticket for you and drink tickets. Fucking get to this show. Just nice. I just show up. And Poppy was out of her fucking mind. It was actually one of the funnest shows I've ever been to. Uh, wow. Nice. Kind of a weird lunatic. And it's very hard to describe, but it's really fun to watch. But the reason I bring it up nice. is because mm-hmm. the majority of a Poppy crowd at a Poppy show 
at least especially when she was doing this like dream pop kind of album is like teenage girls you know like that's that's hmm. it it's like huh. the majority of the crowd there were like younger women that were into that kind of thing and then yeah. in the back of the room are just older men by themselves you know what they came for <laughs> they didn't come for poppy they came for cloppy <laughs> it's just shut up you know, <laughs> it's just that it's that that's, same that's demographic it's just like oh fuck yeah there's uh there's some my little pony dudes yep they just no mm-hmm. yeah pretty good sick sick love um, to see it. speaking of love to see it we're gonna drop in with our friend jordan vine real quick Ooh. master of the ship key a bucket spot divine Uh, our favorite YouTube commentary is so ridiculous. We made him a theme song. It's pretty good. We made him three theme. Yeah, songs. we made him three theme three songs. songs. Yeah, uh, Britt, do you want to read this one? Uh, sure, why not? I'm gonna put it up on the screen here. Okay. This is uh, Jordan Vine three years ago. Okay. Jordan Vine says three years ago to one like one like no other human being. Who plays, plays, this incredible instrument is better than Buckethead. Ellipsis, 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 ellipsis. No one! Ellipsis, ellipsis, ellipsis. No one at all! Ellipsis, 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 ellipsis. No one whatsoever! Yes, thanks, Brett. Um, is Bret Hart a wrestler? Mm-hmm. Okay. The, uh, the, the, the greatest of all time. Uh, Brett the Hitman. The best there ever was and the best there ever will be. I'm glad that that you're saying that because... Brett the Hitman Hart. The next next Jordan Vine comment... Yes! Yes! Okay. Yes! Yes! Yes, (laughs) Okay. I'm going to read Jordan Vine's part and then will you read the next comment for me, okay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jordan Vine says four years ago, the best there is, there ever was, and ever will be. Phil 666 says two years later, Bret Hart wants his line back. <laughs> Bret Hart, Bret, oh, spelled wrong, Hart, want his line back. Want. Want his line back. Want. Um, yeah, but that, that, yeah, that was the, the, the catchphrase he used. And wow. he was really one of the best wrestlers of all time. Okay. Like, really a phenomenal, phenomenal wrestler. If, uh, anyone wants to get into wrestling, uh, one of the best matches <laughs> ever <laughs> is, uh, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin Survivor Series 1996. Uh, Steve Austin, it's a, it's a tap out match. Uh, Steve Austin loses because he passes out from the pain and he's just like cuff, fucking covered in blood. It, it's it's definitely seen as like kind of the beginning of the attitude era of wrestling that was huh. dominated by like, you know, Steve Austin, the rock man kind mm-hmm. of folks like okay, that. Okay, okay. Wow. Amazing, amazing That's match. That's heavy though. stuff. Heavy amazing stuff. Amazing match. Would you, so we have a... Uh, oh, go ahead. Would you say that Bret Hart is like the Dale Earnhardt of wrestling? Yeah, yeah. He's like... Oh. He's... There's... Okay. Nothing incredibly special about him. He's just the greatest, like, average wrestler of all time, I guess. Like, you know, he's not a high flyer or anything. He's just technically amazing. Mm -hmm. And then, like, watching him, like, you know he's always, like, two steps ahead of whatever the other person's doing. It's it's really fascinating to watch him. Dude was an incredible performer. Nice. Yeah. We love to see it. But then uh, Bill Goldberg ended his career by giving him a concussion so bad that a piece of his skull fell out of his head. That fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so we have two statements from the Bridget huh. Void to close out today. Do we? Um, and so oh. what this is, this is just oh. an excerpt of, uh, you know, Brit and I uh, conversations that we've had in the past. Yeah. Don't you dare do it. Don't play the song. Don't do it. Okay, I I, I'll just I'll just edit it into the podcast like I do every single week, Spencer. I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> Anyways, um, so we're actually going to go way back here. We're going to go all the way back to 2010, specifically wow. January 2nd, 2010. In Almost which, oh, 12 years ago. Yeah, there's a little bit of a story behind this one, so i got to explain it a little bit. This mm-hmm. is um, an email that you sent me because you had posted a Craigslist post looking for musicians to play music with. Okay. And as part of your Craigslist post, which unfortunately I do not have the Craigslist post, yeah. but I do have uh, the four questions that you required every applicant to answer. Oh, yes. And we're going to talk about that because I really feel like it's a great snapshot of what life was uh, interesting. In, two, in January 2nd, uh, 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, this is these are the four questions. Question number one, Star Trek or Star Wars? Why? Question number two, What's your favorite Vonnegut novel? Interesting. Question number three. Do you prefer vaporizers with whips or bag systems? Why? (laughs) (laughs) And question number four, arguably the best of all of the four questions. Who is the wisest of wizards? That's a great fucking question. Shout out to this guy who had bad answers for all of them, but answered that question. Merlin. (laughs) It's not great. Um, <laughs> Which, uh, it's amazing that you're asking people the, those questions in 2010. That's very you in 2010. Like, 100%. if you had to, like, nail you down to four things, Star Trek, Wizards, Weed, Vonnegut. And, and Vonnegut are, like, pretty much Oddly all enough, I, things. So I ended up, based on that post, I ended up in a playing, uh, I play guitar or bass? No, I, I played bass and sang for a black metal band. Mm-hmm. Oh right! Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah that was a that was a thing you For, did. And, and like the uh, the guy who played guitar was a uh, he was like an English doctoral candidate. They always are. So he was really into <laughs> the, the black metal dudes are always the fucking yeah. like like academic virgins. No. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always not the, not the black yeah. metal band the, I played in, but okay. Okay, well, no, no, no. So I take that back. There's two types of black metal dudes. There's a, the academic virgin, and then there's like, uh, like, like PBR pizza war metal dirtbag. Like those are the only yeah. two types of black metal people. There, yeah. Well, there's there, there's two types of black metal people: guys who wear arm spikes uh-huh. who are cool, and the ones who don't are cool. <laughs> like, nice. Like fucking. There, there's like guys who wear arm spikes and then bands like Acre Cock, like mm. fucking <laughs> ugly dudes wearing suits and playing Parker Flies. Ah, uh, so weird. Yeah, love to see it. Uh, speaking of wearing suits, um, the last last one of these for the today. This is an excerpt from a conversation you and I, ha- Britt, had mm. on uh, uh, February nineteenth of twenty twenty. Um, I texted you and said, "Quote." I want to start my own version of Anonymous, but we wear Tony <laughs> Levin masks. To which you responded, Antifa? No, we're anti 4 That is such a fucking prog rock joke, and I hate it. Statements <laughs> from the Bucket Boys. Hey, 
Now, here we are. We're to the part of our show where we recommend things to each other. It can yeah. be, Ooh. guess what? Fucking anything. It really can. You um, can, uh, I've, I have recommended uh, public masturbation. Uh, you have. T- twice Wait, now. One of them was public Wait, masturbation what? onto cops. Hmm. Oh, I don't remember that. Hmm. But that, okay. that was this podcast, right? Wait, what? Uh, hmm. Uh, hmm. Uh, okay. Anyways, yeah, we can recommend each other anything. Britt, do you have something to recommend to us? I certainly do. I have an album to recommend, and I, I usually don't uh, recommend music, but I've been listening to this album lately, uh-huh. and it is so fantastic. It's by a band called Parcels, and the album is called Day Slash Night. The best way I can describe it, it is modern yacht rock. Okay. 100% yacht rock. Okay. It sounds something like Squeeze with a little bit of Steely Dan and some Latter-day Doobie Brothers, but then a huge influence from, like, the Bee Gees 80s stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, every one of the bands sings, and they all harmonize really well. The fucking bassist is super funky. They have two keyboardists, one who plays, like, uh, a piano, and then the other plays, like... um usually like an electric piano <clears throat> and God, it, they are just really fucking good. Nice. Like really awesome modern yacht rock the band is parcels. Album is day slash night. Okay. Highly recommend. Okay. Love Highly it. Recommend. Love it. Mm-hmm. Hey Dan, do you have anything you you'd like to recommend? Oh God, this is like one any, of those questions that's going to haunt me for the rest of the night. I'm going to be up at four in the morning <laughs> going, fuck, I should have recommended that instead. Uh, so sure. Yeah. That's, that's just par for the course, man. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, it's always like, that. <laughs> I've got a recommendation just because it came up in conversation recently. Um, are you guys into action movies? Are you like old sure. action movies fans? Oh, Oh, oh hell yeah. Huge and old. Action okay. Movies. Hell yeah. So there's one that I never saw until like maybe a couple of years ago and was like, how the fuck did I miss this movie? This is incredible. Mm-hmm. Have either of you mm-hmm. seen the long kiss? Good night. I have not. No. I have not. I don't think. Okay. The Long Kiss Goodnight is Gina Davis and Samuel L. Jackson. Uh-huh. Okay. And right. Nice. nice. Right. That's yeah. A good, what that's a, a cast. Good, good the cast. premise. Yeah. Is this 90s, I'm guessing? Early this was, 90s? Yeah. Uh, I just pulled Gina it up on Davis, my phone Samuel so I didn't Jackson. say the wrong thing. It was like 96. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I mean, both those actors have been around since the 80s. For sure. Yeah, so this is post This is post Cutthroat Island. But but yeah. pre Davis. but pre Mace Windu Samuel yeah, Jackson indeed yeah it's, but it's uh, also like Windu. it's post <laughs> so it's like it's post Speed it's post Twister it's post uh-huh. Jurassic Park so there's all these like post, other post Die Hard it's too. Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure it's post Die Hard three yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Po- post Die Hard Claire yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. That's good. <laughs> that's the that's the name okay. of the episode. Um, God damn it. It's fucking great. It's mega that's dumb, awesome. which is all I ever want an action love, movie to love. be. Is so I remember the cover to that now. Yeah. Samuel Jackson actually has hair and a mustache on that shit, right? I don't remember. I think he had. And he's wearing he like hair. a leather jacket. Yeah. 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 yeah probably. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, so I, I had a similar experience with when I rewatched uh, the River Wild recently. I don't know if you've seen oh, that. No. But that's a excellent dumb action Sick. movie. I okay. highly recommend it. I recommended it on this uh, podcast yeah. mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. I you should check that out. But that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, there's there's just a really incredible scene of Gina Davis on ice skates with a sniper rifle. It's just that yes. so hard. Yes. There's so many moments in that movie that, that are so just much. like I don't know why the fuck this is in this movie, but it's so tight. <laughs> yeah, For it's great. Real that slaps. I love that. Hundred percent. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's so, my recommendation. You, and and now we come to the final recommendation, which. Indeed. 
which will be the mm. topic for next week's special episode. Indeed. So what do you got to recommend, Spencer? Brit, I am doing this purely to make you suffer and also because this is going to be a great discussion. You know, Spencer, we suffer. But we- why? <laughs> That's a great fucking question. We make ourselves suffer. But anyways, I'm going to recommend Brit. Um, I don't actually recommend this to our listeners, but I recommend that Brit specifically listen to the 1999 eighth studio album by the American heavy metal band Megadeth. (laughs) It is named Risk. And we are going to discuss it in detail. It's interesting because... (laughs) <laughs> I believe this I believe I listened to this full album while researching a podcast we were kind of putting together a uh-huh, while ago yeah because it was one of the few Megadeth albums I just mm-hmm. had never heard same yeah I mean, well actually yeah. I, take well, that I back. avoided it I, for a I long haven't listened I haven't heard anything they've done after 2000 but <laughs> interesting well, I don't to do think, that we'll have to cover that stuff yeah. as well but I listened to this so you brought it up to me actually mm-hmm. like a few months ago it was like, maybe about eight months ago it was before yeah. I moved into this place and um I went ahead and listened to it and oh my god there's so much to talk about with yeah. that record and I, I bugged you for a it's, long time to listen to it. It's not a bad record. Oh, it is a bad record. It's 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 not a Megadeth. It's not a good Megadeth record. It's an interesting record, though. It is, it is if interesting. You, if but you like, paint it in like the songwriting of anyone but Dave Mustaine, because if I'm not mistaken, that's one of the few albums where he actually like wanted to do a collaborative process, and he actually let the other people like do parts. Hmm. Interesting. Which which gives it a very different flavor from like pure Mustaine albums. It's definitely got a different flavor, let me tell you. Yeah. But uh, I I've got some thoughts about it. It's very interesting. Interesting is a good word for it. Uh, it's interesting to hear Dave Mustaine try to make like a arena rock. I guess it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really something else. I'm excited to listen to that with you. Yeah, we're gonna do that next week. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be pretty good. Hell yeah. Is it time for my favorite part of the show? I suppose it is. Ha, 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 bucket joke. Ha, 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 bucket joke. Ha, 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 bucket joke. Ha, 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 bucket joke. This is where I tell jokes. You're underselling it. My... My optometrist says I worry too much about third eye blind. <laughs> but you know what they say, malpractice makes perfect. Wow. That's so much better than the house jokes. What do <laughs> New York's public housing and Fleetwood Mac have in common? I don't know. Well, they both went through an unreal amount of bricks in the 1970s. <laughs> Do you think the unhallowed echoes of Seth Putnam's tortured screams throughout the halls of hell sound any worse than his vocals on Anal Cunt? (laughs) This week, rapper Young Dolph, born Adolph Robert Thornton Jr., was shot and killed this week. Uh, In crazier news, his mom named him Adolph. (laughs) Whoa. Uh, why did the illiterate stand-up comedian fail? <laughs> he, he couldn't read the room. Mm. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty good. Why are a couple of horse saddles so important? Uh, why? why? Well, because because they're paramount. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. 
<laughs> yeah, fuck you, that's, Brit. That's, that's the reaction I want. Yeah, tell me to shut up. That's I don't want laughs. <laughs> yeah. That sucked. Why like does that. Joe Rogan only use Apple products? Mm. Why? Because well, he doesn't give a fuck about being PC. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. <laughs> Okay, that was better than I expected. <laughs> uh, did you oh. hear about this in the news recently? It was revealed that uh, 2012 hit Gundam Style was a an industry plant by the CIA. Hmm. Did y'all hear about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a psy op. Hey, <laughs> all right, okay. Uh, yep. uh, mm-hmm. <sighs> why was the car with brand new wheels never driven again? Why? Well, because it was retired. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Re- retire. Yep, yep. You don't have to explain it. I mean, I got we we all got it. We all got it. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what do Buckethead on tour and Spencer meeting a new stranger on the oh, bus no. have in common? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, they're both roadhead. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. So I just suck off strangers on the bus, huh, Britt? Okay. <laughs> I like this narrative you've created of me. <laughs> Tell me what else I do in this narrative, Britt. I don't know. Do you, <laughs> next week I can do just Spencer on the bus jokes if you want. <laughs> that hmm. sounds pretty good, actually. Bus, fare, I, I bus fare's rising. Wages yeah, aren't yeah. keeping That's up. That's true. You got... uh, I'll finish out with this one. What do long beards have in common with getting a blowjob after drinking NyQuil severe cough? Mm. What? What what do long beards have in common (laughs) with getting a blowjob after drinking NyQuil severe cough? (laughs) Tell me. What? ZZ Top. (laughs) (laughs) Bucket joke. Oh, that was good. Those those were some great bucket okay. jokes. Have you yeah, ever you. fallen asleep mm-hmm. during a blowjob? <laughs> this happened to me once, and it's it's a weird thing. No, uh, I fell asleep making no. out once. That was about it. I have definitely fallen asleep making uh, out for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, making out can get really boring. But I mean, usually <laughs> blowjobs aren't boring. But you know, yeah, yeah, they're not not usually boring. No, mm-hmm. no, yeah. falling asleep now. Uh, mm-hmm. No. Um, but anyways, hey, it's the end of the show. So yeah, we, we did thank it. you, Dan. You made you, yeah. you made it all the way through. You yeah, know, your yeah, penance is is over. <laughs> yeah, you're released into the world to never have to think about Buckethead again. If you don't want to, like, but you can yeah, if you want to. You I mean, if yeah, if you want, you know, that self flagellation. <laughs> you can or, you can bucket your own head. I, or, you know, yeah, self fellatio, whichever you want. I'm mm-hmm. supposed yeah. to go meet up with a friend of mine at a bar right now, and I'm just like such a taking time bomb. Of saying the phrase less clay pilled. I just <laughs> That's what we love it's to hear. So bad. You're just you're just gonna show up and they're like, hey Dan, how you been? Uh less clay pilled? Fuck! I've done two less clay pills. <laughs> this is God damn it. This is this is like someone that I work with every once in a while, and I'm gonna have to uh-huh. see them again later and And they're I gonna just... be like, Who's less clay pool? And then you're gonna be like, Oh man, have I got a lot to tell you? Uh, oh yeah, they're oh, gonna yeah. be like Oh, so I heard you were doing a podcast tonight. What was that about? (laughs) (laughs) We got to talk about Primus, my friend. Yeah. Um, I only want one thing, and it starts with a P and ends with an an S. S. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, Yeah, Uh, Primus, baby. Anyways. When the day comes that I get a proper fretless six-string bass with a Kaler Uh Bridge on it, 
Uh, we'll fucking okay. we'll fire it up and we'll do sailing the seas of cheese front to back because why the fuck not? Fair. Love it. Mm-hmm. Fair. Love it. Why not? Well, anyways, thank you so much for hanging out thank with us. You we so really much appreciate it. Yeah. Been we're great. Uh, we're, uh, do you have any plugs besides yeah. like yourself? Where can we find you online? Oh shit. Okay, actually, uh, I do have one plug for you. So, um, my name is Dan Bones. I'm easy enough to find on Instagram at Dan Bones, which is very easy. Um, mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. week. I just finished animating a music video uh, oh, that nice. I've been working on since April, and it is oh, like wow. officially done. It is going to be premiering very soon, I hope. Uh, I'm not the one in charge of the details of when it's going to premiere, but uh, it's for a band called Red Fiction. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's super heavy. It's very saxophone forward. So, uh, oh, yeah. Nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. We love it. We uh, love the heavy sax. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was uh, like all the illustrations for it were done by this guy named Chris Waldrip, who is a phenomenal illustrator. And then I had the task of animating the whole thing. And it looks sick. I'm actually like really proud of it. So I'm really excited oh, nice. that that's going to be out in the world soon. Uh, so there's a band called Red Fiction putting out a music video for a song called clone 13 at that I just animated and I'm like super pumped that that'll Fuck be out in the world yeah. really soon. So that yeah. is super tight. I can't wait to check it out. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I will Where send, I will, Spencer? I will send oh. you a link. <laughs> Please. Excellent. Thank Excellent. you. I appreciate that. Ah, uh, you can follow me. Just go to my website, spencer.zone gives you all my links. Neat. S P N S E R dot Z O N E spencer.zone. Sick. Britt, what about you? You can find me on all socials at Dog Vorbis or at a bucket cast. Um yeah. say hello, you know? Say uh, hello, say what's up. You can give us a phone call you if you want. Our number is 425-310-2416. Uh, I don't think it's 2416. I think it's 2416. It could be, yeah. I think I'm right. You you probably are. Let me just double check. I don't I can never remember the phone Two, number. 425 310 Wow. Um but yeah, give us a phone call. Give us a give us a mm. message. Yeah. Uh, we would love to hear it. Um anyways, that's the show. I am still and have always been Britain Ryan Straw. And I'm Spencer. And I am Dan Bones. Thank you for having me. And you've been listening to Getting Head, a, a bucket, bucket cast. cast. A bucket cast. Stay greasy, bucketheads. Namaste.